Welcome and thanks for tuning in. While you listen to this podcast and think about the topics that we'll explore, remember, the areas you're moving into are always most important. Plan well and move to protect others and yourself. That's how you deliver flawless service and move America safely. So enjoy life and enjoy this podcast. Welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real. I'm Michael, and today I have a, a brand new, improved co-host. Hey, hey everybody. <laughs> How are you? How you been? Well, welcome back. Well, it's it's been a long road. Um, not done with it yet. Not so. done with it. They're going to... They're gonna take it off. They, I know they took it off up to the knee, right? Well, that quite that far. And we got the wood leg, the peg leg. Well, yeah, and I, can, I got a parrot and I got a little <laughs> black eye patch here. You know, argh, you know. <laughs> no, no, I don't mean to uh, joke about that. No, that's actually it was a uh, Mike. It was a life changing experience that I've had. I know it's it's you get to be a pretty common procedure, but unless you've had it done, um, it's it's not what I expected. No. You know. Um, uh, December 7th, I had my surgery, as you know. Um, um, before I get into it, I got to say something. So what was really nice about some of my fellow co-workers and friends is, you know, December 7th up here in Wisconsin land is winter, right? And uh, snow. Of course, I had my surgery. I wasn't able to walk too well, unassisted. And this gentleman that sits to my right over here, Michael, he came over and Helped out, you know, with the chores, you know, like especially with the snow, snow blowing or shoveling of the snow. But what was funny is we had two fellow instructors that came, <laughs> and this was like the first time it happened. And uh, so on either side of my di- driveway, you, you know this, I have the mm. the ditches, mm-hmm. right? And then it snowed so much that you know with that, um, it did a good fault shoulder. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> fault shoulder. So uh, what, I'm not going to give the names, but uh, they <laughs> comes in and. Okay, so they start, you know, we, they come inside, how you doing, how you doing, I'm fine, you know, blah, 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 we're doing all that. And it's yeah. like it's like uh, something happened, like, oh, my God, they haven't seen me in two years. And then the other right. instructor is like, was there anything you need? I could come give you soup, you know, stuff like that. Like, no, that's what Michelle's for, whatever, right. blah, blah, blah. So anyways, they go outside, and they had to move the vehicle. Mm-hmm. So I think you know where I'm getting at when it comes to... The false shoulder. Well, I've seen it on a video, on yeah. some of our safety videos, but I've never seen it in real life until that day. <laughs> well, because I remember I called you and I said, Mike, you need to get here. Get uh, here now. Yeah. So, so anyways, he backed up and he didn't realize that there was a ditch while the front end of his car goes in, you know, blah, blah, blah. Now you got the other guy jumps into the ditch and he's looking at the front of the car. Twiddle D and Twiddle uh, Yeah, pretty much. I don't know who is who. You know, and then they're figuring out how they're going to pull him out. You know, right. so my biggest fear was that they were going to wrap a strap around the, you know, the rear tire, and then he was going to gun it and pull the tire off. You know, it kind of made me watching them get that out of there. Kind of reminded me of of home back in South Georgia. I mean, you got one guy on the back of the yeah. trunk lid trying to weigh it down, <laughs> and yeah, it was uh, it was entertaining. No, but uh, so they get it out. Whatever you came over, you helped out. But it was funny is one of the instructors. He takes the snowblower. Usually it takes me twenty five minutes to do my driveway. Mm-hmm. This is like two hours now, and <laughs> he's got the snowblower going. And instead of blowing it to the right or left, he's yeah. blowing it straight up in the air. 
And he wasn't even doing your driveway. He was doing your neighbor's. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming down. So, but anyways, you know, and I'm sitting on the couch, and I'm in pain. Right. And I'm looking out the window. I got to get out there. You know, I got to. I, I, I was going crazy. Well, knowing you, you can't stand people. You you can't sit still. So you sitting in there was driving you insane to get out there and take oh this from gosh. me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So anyway, you came and kind of saved the day. I mean, I don't know if you made it worse. Than I, well, you, you did throw that handful of salt. Hey, I left, threw a couple, yeah. of, a couple of cups. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, no. So the surgery, I, real quick, um, December 7th, it was at 7 in the morning. And, um, you know, I was nervous as heck, you mm -hmm. know, and, uh, I remember waking up. It was, it wasn't, it wasn't later. I mean, it wasn't too bad. It was like, like quarter to 12. Mm -hmm. if I remember that right. And you wake up and I felt like a million bucks, you know, no pain, right. whatever. And I said, "Buddy, did you guys even work, you know, on my <laughs> leg? And they said, well, you know, you had that spinal tap. Right. Oh, that's why I couldn't feel no pain, you know? <laughs> so and within about 45 minutes that 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 goes it changed, away, right? yeah, and, and immediately I, yeah. oh my gosh, it was it was horrible. You knew you'd had a surgery. Oh gosh, yeah. And then what happens an hour after? Let's go walk. So what I had done, case I, you know, I don't know if we know anybody knows, but um, I had what's called a, well, I don't know the actual doctor's name or the physical name, but it, it, the abbreviation is TKR, total knee replacement, and at the time when I had it done, I was forty nine years old. I'm fifty now. And I remember the doctor telling me that that's too young. It scratched my head. Too young to have that done. And so he explained to me why. And you guys can Google it. I'm not going to explain it. But anyways, um, within an hour, they had me walking. And my first three steps is all I remember on my first one. Fainted because mm. the blood wasn't going up the leg. I fainted immediately, you know, mm -hmm. within three steps. But by that night, 11.30 at night, I was already did my 100 steps. I come back. Now we get into recovery. You know, my knee was fine, and all of a sudden, within a week, it just kept swelling right. and swelling and swelling. You saw pictures of how mm -hmm. it looked, you know. It looked like Frankenstein, for crying mm -hmm. out loud, you know. Um, but I tell you what, people, um, I'm not going to get too much into it, but uh, for three months... Um, actually, my, my physical therapy is down to once a week now, and my last physical therapy session is July the 6th. So I'm mm -hmm. actually coming to the end of that. <clears throat> I got to say, though, however, um, insurance through rail, I'm, I am so happy of how it played out, um, what, what my insurance did for me. You know, yes, I had to pay some money, um, but I didn't have to pay nearly what I thought I did. So I'm very grateful for rail's insurance on that. Um, Excellent. You know, I have the you know the, the 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 gold plan on the Blue Cross. You know, mm -hmm. so um, I really I really I, oh I just I don't know what I done without that. You know, so mm -hmm. uh, it was expensive as you can probably imagine. You know, so but anyways, um, take care of your your joints, your elbows, your shoulders, your knees, people. You use a good three points of contact. Yes. When you're getting out of yes. the vehicle. That, it, it sounds. Sometimes people will look at me and they go, you know, make sure you do a good three points of contact, and they look at you like, are you serious? Yeah, well, that's why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, no, yeah. it's it's it was um, yours was, was my my therapy session. You know, y y when you lift a leg, like if you're laying down right. on your back and you just try to lift your leg up, mm -hmm. and you can't do it, mm -hmm. and it's 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 weird because once you start doing it, you get emotional. Right. You know. And uh, it's like you did it for the first time, so it's it's uh, it's an experience I don't I wouldn't want anybody to go through. And uh, I had good support system from Rail. I had met multiple multiple coworkers come, ask me how I was doing. 
called me up, texted me, whatever, mm -hmm. you know. Tiana Voda, wellness coordinator, she check in like once a month, how you doing, mm -hmm. how you doing. So that's great, great of her to do that. You know, real quick, um, about a couple weeks ago, mm -hmm. um, saw Rick. He asked me how my, my knee was doing. So he's he's informed. Right. You know, so people think that he probably is, and he is, you know. So thank, thank you for that, Rick. Um, again, so enough about me. What about you? What have you been doing these last seven months? Seven months. That's crazy. Months. Yeah. Seven I, I, months. I, first of all, I'd like to say, honestly, I joke all the time, but it's honestly nice to have you back. Uh, I had a couple of instructors that helped me out while you were gone. I'd like to give a special thank you to Judah Ford yep. and, and Jason Hall. They were a big help. Thank you. And did a fantastic you. job. They, in fact, they had to fill in for me a couple of times. So, uh, it was nice having them to give me, a, you know, give me a hand. But no, Mike, I got something here. So, so yeah, I seen the paper here. You have. I so have a paper have here with on? my handwriting on it. So Rail had a here in Marshfield. Um, we had a United Way fundraising event, a golfing event. Actually, you know what, Mike? I did get to golf in that. So, yeah, I'm still rehabbing. I'm still going through what I need to, but I'm able to do that. Not that I'm, you know, PGA or LIV mm -hmm. material, but uh, I'm able to walk and do that kind of stuff. And we had a – this was our second annual, second annual here at uh, Marshfield at the River Edge Golf, golf Course, excuse me, Mason Guckenberger uh, – he is our customer marketing engagement manager. I think I did I get that right, Travis? Is that is that his name? Is that his title here? I think so. Okay. All right. So that's, that's a it. mouthful. Yeah, it is. Uh, but anyways, he did a good job putting this together. We had to get to him, um, register all that kind of stuff. Right. But anyways, they had a bunch of like raffles and and uh, fifty fifty. They had the golfing. Um, anyways, I just want to do a shout out. So I talked to Mason a little bit right before we got on here. Right. And uh, you said, what What was it, Twelve to $1,400 raised? I believe so, yeah. That we gave to United Way. He doesn't have the final figures, but he said that's a ballpark figure. It might be more. Hopefully it's more. That'd be kind of mm -hmm. cool. It wouldn't surprise me if it was. I believe they had 15 teams. And I want to shout out to the top three. They only paid out. They paid out to the top three. You know, they gave some money back, whatever. It's amazing you stop at third. You ruined it. I was going to say my <laughs> team finished third, actually tied for second. We yeah. both tied, but he he placed us as third. Right. We all know we were second. But anyways, uh, no, uh, the top three teams was the team name of Grip It and Rip It. Now, they were in 13 under par. Now, Mike, oh, I wow. know you don't know how to count that high. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can no, count back. I take my shoes off. I'm good. Yeah, well, you only... Oh yeah, you would have thirteen yeah, exactly, digits, right? Yeah. So, anyways, those those on that team name was Travis Opelt, John Spiros, uh, Brent Keller, and Jordan Purple. So, congratulations to them. Grip it and rip it. And uh, just want you know, we're coming for you next year. And then, of course, the the, the next two. Um, the team name. We're gonna go with mine since we were second. We were second place. Yes, second place. Imagine me. Enable like I was. Imagine what we're going to be next year. We're coming after you, uh, gripping and ripping next year. Anyways, El, our team name was El Chapo's Tunnel Diggers. Now, you have to Google that one to understand what that was. So uh, who was on that team was Sam Miller, uh, Terry Nelson, Eddie Nelson, and myself. And then the other team was Who's Your Caddy? And they had, where is it here, Courtney Murphy, Zach Sternweiss, Bob Bushman and Cody Jonas. So congratulations to all those are not not just them three, but all the teams that showed out. It was a fun time. 
Uh, Mason did a good job putting it together. You know, it was mm -hmm. it ran smooth. Uh, there was a, a number of people I did, there. I didn't have a question about that. I think uh, I think our boss played in that, didn't he? Yeah, or, Jason Kren. He's our he's our director. Yeah, he was our boss. Where did they finish? Closer to well, the, below me. Yeah. <laughs> and that was he said. He says I don't care how we finish. We're just going to beat you. And uh, well, new. No. I don't think it happened, did it? No, it didn't happen, and it probably won't happen ever. <laughs> but anyways, no, we had. Um, uh, some raffles, mm -hmm. and there was a really nice, like a wagon wheel bench, and that went to Karina Craig. Congratulations on that. There was a really cool um, fire, oh, fire fire ring, ring yeah. fire ring. Yeah, it was really nice. It had like some design on it. Really nice. I mean, heavy duty. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just saw it upstairs. I did. It's very nice. Yeah, it was, that went to Patty. Oh my gosh, Gilhauser or Gilhausen. I'm sorry if I got your name I wrong. I think that was my name, Patty. No, that's not your name. Okay. Uh, and then they had this chip <laughs> challenge. The chip challenges where they have this like uh, artificial turf with a hole uh -huh. in like this little river, you know, water stream, right. and you have to chip the ball from like you know 100 feet. Okay. And actually, two people won it, and it was actually kind of uh, odd that happened. Aaron. Oh my gosh, I don't have my glasses with me. Aaron Perry and Mark G is what I was told. So congratulations to you two. It's too bad that chip challenge didn't transfer onto the golf course. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, again, that was a great time. The weather, it was a little humid. And I tell you what, it, it, it could have been a more perfect day. Yeah, it was cloudy, a little humid. We had a little drizzle that morning, and that's it. You know, so the mm -hmm. rain held off for us. Um, they had a really nice dinner afterwards. And it was um, for a good cause. Yeah, it was for a great cause. Uh, and, uh, we had, what, chicken and potatoes and... That's it. it rail does a lot. Yeah, it was, it was good. A lot it was great. It was, yeah. it was a great time. And, 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 and as a matter of fact, Julie Schooley told me today that they're planning on doing another event this fall. Fantastic. So that's pretty cool. Uh, hopefully we can get into that. But again, if it is this fall and gripping and ripping, if you're in there, you better start practicing because we're coming for you. You know, we're going to come get you. So... What did you do this weekend? I'm sorry I took all the wind out of uh, your sail. I, I worked. <laughs> I was here working for uh, for you, actually. <laughs> well, geez, thanks for reminding because me. Because I'm a nice guy like yeah. that. Yeah, that's all right. No, it was nice of you to, yeah. um, you know, I took PTO and you covered that. My, right. my, thank you for that. I appreciate that. Yeah, no and um, uh, Of course, I got your back on that one. So. I mean, that's the only thing that saved me from first place playing golf was uh, I worked. I didn't want to. You know, I'm so, <laughs> my, my skill level is so much advanced, I would not have wanted to make you guys okay. look bad. I've seen you golf before. I stink. This isn't pool. <laughs> I stink. This isn't pool, you know. So you, you're usually trying to hit it like a well, pool. Well, listen, cube. I played putt-putt recently, <laughs> and... I thought you started off with the last hole in mind. So, I mean, I hit it hard and drove it over there. You yeah. know, what, what do you do? Yeah. So, anyways, um, what are we going to do today, Mike? What are we going to talk about? Well, we got a special guest coming on today. Orville Redenbacher. Well, something similar to that. Uh, we've got Mr. Lucas Hart. Lucas Hart. I know that name. <laughs> yeah. I, I see him all the time. We should let people know he's not with us. No, all right. no he's, he's, he's back in Seattle. He's, he's back in Seattle area. Is it Seattle, Lucas? Is that where you're at? It is, yeah. Well, hello, gentlemen. Well, hi, hello. Lucas. We almost forgot about you. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, I live in Seattle. I grew up in Marshfield, though, and um, um, have worked for real for a long time now. What made you... Um, Actually, what is your, tell us, tell what, us, what is, what is your, 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 I mean, what is your title? What do you, yeah. Yeah, sure. So I'm, um, I'm Rails Marketing and Communication Manager or Communications Manager. So my job is, um, as I've described it to myself and to other people is 
Um, when someone's looking for information about rail, I want to make sure they can find it and they can take action on it, like connect with us. Okay. Um, and then internally, I I'm, I'm handle um, or I help oversee the our communications to all of our teammates. Um, so I kind of built a little system to help track that and make sure we're communicating effectively as much as possible. I try to share the good news about rail, frankly. Okay, that's to yeah, as many, that's, as many people yeah. as possible, yes. Yeah. So how often do you talk about me and Mike? Seriously, come on. You said the good things about rail. So you open the door. You got to come on that. That's right. Well, this podcast, I mean, um, I don't know if this is a backhanded compliment or not, but people often say, (laughs) I listen to it. It's pretty good. Right. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, I pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Is this all you've ever done at rail or what's your steps that you got to where you're at? So this is all I've ever done for rail. Um, I went to school, grew up in Marshfield. Um, like many people outside of trucking, didn't pay attention to trucks on the road. Um, but I certainly knew rail was from central Wisconsin or from Marshfield because I'd driven past the, the corporate headquarters. Um, but I went to school in Madison at the University of Wisconsin and got a business degree. A and then, yeah, a yeah. badger. And then after college, I worked for an ad agency in Basin Wausau, and Rail was one of the agency's clients. And I handled all of the media for that ad, ad agency, and then eventually became the account executive for most of the major um, clients as well. And I started, I did that in 2004 through 2012. And actually, what happened was, um, rail had some turnover internally and the new person they brought in had a different ad agency and so they said and this happens um they said well we're going to end the relationship we have with the agency you work for lucas um and then a few months later they said why don't you come work for us directly and i did and that was a long time ago so like i said i've got a lot of years of service here and in the words of paul harvey now you know that's the rest of that's story, right. right that's yeah. how i uh, sorry a little long-winded maybe <laughs> no, that's all right not as long as mike can be once in a while but uh <laughs> but uh so i mean so you work out of seattle um yep. so being so far away from marshfield i mean how do you i mean and not just marshfield all the rest of our terminals i mean you're not like an hour or two away you're you're yep how do you coordinate all this? Long, a long time ago, I started working um, mostly remotely in 2014. And so originally I had just a phone over my computer and then um, it wasn't too much later, we started to do Zoom meetings and that has helped me connect with people. I'm on a Zoom meeting every single day, at least one every single day. And so it's really like I'm there in a lot of ways um, communicating with our teammates. And I, I, tend to think of my how I'm distant from the company like how many of our driving teammates are they may not get the people in the northeast might not get to a terminal very often um and that's the same with me um but I certainly stay in touch with my manager and um, with my teammates so Lucas what you do for the company how does it affect our drivers out there well that's a good question um well, it came so, from me, of course. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I mean, so my job really is to help um, people know about our company. And even though we're one of the largest, you know, and certainly safest mm-hmm. trucking companies in North America, there's still a lot of people who don't know who we are, or mm-hmm. um, they know us by reputation or perceived reputation versus what we actually are. Um, we're, I think we're often mislabeled or, or um, 
kind of lumped in as a mega carrier. And I, we're, of course, you guys know we're not. No. Um, but um, so, yeah, my job is to help people find us on the internet or other ways, get connected with us, connect with the driver recruiter so they can join our company. So how do you pick um, platforms that you want to market to? I mean, I want to do internet or I want to do radio or I want to, do we do much television? I, I don't, I don't really Not, see much of that. No, you know. we, we, you know, we're, we're predominantly um, using um, trucking websites for experienced truck drivers. Um, and we are predominantly using um, places where people look for jobs for people who are just generally looking for jobs or for a job in like as a, to become a truck driver. Um, and so we're looking at where the most people are and where we can get the most conversions. And this is sort of wonky, but ultimately that's what it boils down to is where are the eyeballs that we want to get our message to um, and how, where is it easiest for them to convert and connect with our recruiters? I'm a very much a rah-rah rail guy, right? Um, and one of the things that's been really incredible to me is how as a company, um, even before the pandemic, we started anticipating what we go, you go back a number of years ago, even with our get your CDL program and um, our leadership saying there, we're not going to be able to hire um, enough people to, um, to service our customers. And so what we have to do now is we have to enhance our program because we had a school enhance our program and pay people way before other people, other companies were doing this. Um, and that has been, you know, that, that I guess is one of the things that I look at when I think about what we continue to continue to do as we, um, you know, we launched the sliding mileage pay scales, or even before that, the um, address to address mileage calculations. Those are all things that like our executive leadership said, we're going to be out in front on, we're going to be out, we don't have to do this. There's, Lots and lots and lot. Most companies are still doing HHE or short route miles and rails right. over, you know, rail in 2005, 2006, maybe went to practical route. And in 2020 went to address to address practical route miles. And I just think that's like a, uh, it makes me proud to work for a company that is so innovative, I guess. You know, you hear a lot of the companies you hear, you know, I know one of the things that I had heard at previous companies, it was they preached a lot of safety. And then when you got there, eh, well, this load needs to get there, go but you don't get that here. Just understanding how we do things so differently, right? How right. we talk about the behaviors and the safe seven and um, holding safety as a value, right? It's not just lip service. Right, okay. Why Seattle? Oh, um, well, I have a child that lives in Seattle. So, okay. um, so I was going back and forth for a while um, and, um, and that relationship didn't work out. Okay. So ultimately I had uh, shared custody with my daughter and I would have her every, and I have her every other week. Cool. And then I've since been married and have another child. And so um, this is kind of my life here. And, um, you know, one of the things I do as part of my job is I ask, I'll do interviews with um, driving teammates uh, for, you know, stories and news articles and things. And one of the questions I always ask them is, you know, why stay at rail? And um, I think about that for myself a lot um, because, um, you know, if it was just me um, trying to evangelize or tell people about what all the good stuff that rail does, it would be one thing. But like I, um, I have a whole team of people who are relying on my ability to generate um, interest in the company so that they can help tell people and explain how their lives are going to be impacted by coming to rail. And that's really what keeps me okay. going. 
Okay. So, uh, and I don't know if that you guys experience that in your job when you're helping folks who are, you know, when they come in for additional training, right. And mm -hmm. you can see the, you know, you can see the, the light switch for them or like the switch well, to mount when they start to figure things out. You know, I mean, unfortunately, you know, we get both sides of the spectrum on that as well. You know, you get the people that want, you know, my, I'm sure Mike can um, back me up on this. Um, you get the people that come here and they, they, they want to, even, even they want to learn, help me out, mm -hmm. you know, and then you get the ones that, you know, they don't care. If I would have come through GYCDO, I would be my worst student because I'm <laughs> old and hard headed. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it seems like that is true. It, yeah. The older the individual is, not always. Not yeah, always. Most of the time, they're set yeah. in their ways, especially we're, we're hard headed. Yeah. You know, well, <laughs> you are. I mean, look, well, you can't even have hair grow out of your head. Well, you know, so. you could ask my wife about I, that. <laughs> I think I might have that same problem. Then yeah, I got no hair coming out. On so, Lucas, I mean, you're, you, I mean, you're, you just said it. I'm, 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 I'm rail. Yeah. You know, I, I love this yeah. company. What, let yeah. me ask you something. You got to get away from rail once in a while. You do to keep yeah. your sanity. I mean, I've only known you as insane, but you know, <laughs> when you, when you, when you need to get, get that, what do you do over there for fun? Well, I do um, a fair amount of hiking because um, I'm in Seattle and it mm -hmm. turns out that there are lots of hiking areas around um, the Seattle, like the Pacific Northwest in general. But so I started to hike and I really enjoy going hiking. And uh, earlier this year, um, I was able to um, hike and camp. I never backpacked before. And I thought that was really fun. Um, so that's, you know, that's what I've been. That's what I do. I used to run a lot of marathons that was oh. years ago. You're a runner. Um, I don't know. Oh. I, I, well, I mean, I've ever since I had, I have had a baby in the last nine months. So it's been, I guess she's four months old right now. So the oh, last right. year and a half yeah. has been a little tougher. Yeah. Been a little okay. challenging. Yeah. yeah. Now, it, 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 girl, little girl. Yeah. Girl, Does she yeah. look like you or is she cute? Be honest. <laughs> she, she, she sort of looks like me. Um, so it's, uh, it's kind she's of all headed too. Yeah. No, she's got a ton of hair. Um, she, that's the first thing everyone says when they see this child is boy, she has a lot of hair. I mean, and <laughs> that's right. Congratulations. I yeah, forgot. Yeah, I, I totally yeah. forgot you were, we were talking about that before I left uh, for the time off that I needed, but, uh, um, so Pacific Northwest, uh, what's that? Puget Sound's out there, right? That, is that, yep. Do you ever go there and 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 see the whales and all that kind of stuff? I mean, well, yeah, I mean, it's um, I can get to Puget Sound, and it's about a five-minute drive um, oh from where I live. Oh. Yeah, so that's really nice, and and I you get a lot of um, mixed kind of uh, reviews about Seattle, but I think Seattle is a pretty great place um, mm -hmm. from a accessibility and um cycling and and running and getting around the city it's pretty decent and okay. um and i i just love the i think i love the weather here people it's you know, a temperate rain. climate right it's pretty temperate yep i mean today it's um you know you guys had your heat wave in marshfield over the last couple of weeks we are going to be up to 91 here oh, um you can and i'm it. in yeah, yeah. I, it's probably coming your way ultimately no yeah <laughs> you ever go to the fish market and get a fish thrown at you um i've been to the fish market i've never gotten a fish thrown at me i've never purchased one but... I, I need you to do me a favor lucas you okay. need to get your phone out have your wife whoever video you getting a fish thrown at you thrown at me okay we, we, sure. we, you need to bid on that one you need to get that fish i need we need <laughs> to see that that would be great to, to have okay sounds good when's your next time you're coming out to marshfield 
I'm going to be coming in a couple of weeks. Um, yes. I'm actually bringing my wife and daughters right. because of the pandemic. They haven't, many of them have, I, I got married in early 2020, right before the um, pandemic started. And so I kind of joked to my wife, one year of um, pandemic marriage is equal to seven regular years. <laughs> so it feels like we've been married a long, long time. Um, but she's not, she's only been to Marshfield one time. And my oldest daughter has, it's not, has not been in a long time. So she's really excited to see her cousins and well, remind me connect to with her PTO family that week. PTO, PTO <laughs> that week yeah. Yeah. No, um, you don't understand people. When, when Lucas comes to town, everybody knows. So because it's the yeah. phone never stops ringing. The emails don't stop. You know, it's yeah. just like, there's a parade through town, you know. I mean, it's just it's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's like welcome home, Luke. No. <laughs> it's um it, well, I was gonna say it's like it, you know, people again, this is one of those things that like makes me really um happy to work for a company that does care about their teammates, right? Because it is true, like people know who I am, the people know who you are, right? People, you know, you work with people and you develop small relationships. Yeah. Well, small town, but I mean, even outside of the small town, like I've got um, yeah, I just got lots of friends. And so the last, I think the last time or well, the last time I was there was for the awards banquet, um, which Michael, you um did the recording on. And you know, talk about a great event where people are just um, celebrating the best of our company. That That is one of my favorite events to do all year long. Uh, I don't know, Michael, what you thought of it, but. I thought it was fantastic. Had a great turnout. Yeah. Um, I had a really good time. Yeah, I, I like it because I get to see a bunch of our driving teammates who I may have never even met in person, right? But who I've either talked to or um or who you know seen a picture on Facebook? That's one of the areas I oversee as well. Is people sending in pictures on Facebook and um, featuring stories about our driving teammates in particular. I just mm -hmm. um, I, I just love connecting with uh, those people that I don't get a chance to talk to on a regular basis. So. And how often do you mingle with the other terminals? Um, it's been a long time since I've been. I've only been to. Um, I've never been to Phoenix. Um, I've been to Dallas twice um but it was real in relation to a truck show or a truck yeah okay. like a truck show um i was i've been to chicago quite a few times um uh, we've done photo shoots and things there and that's such a great facility from a just it's so modern and and i i just think it's a really cool place um plus there's so much activity there but the last time i was there would have been probably a couple of years ago hmm. Same with Appleton. I haven't been to Appleton in a while. How are you getting used to the weather over there? You guys get what rain every day over there? Yeah. So when it first came to Seattle, I um, had heard that, you know, it's going to rain a lot and it was right. painful um, a little bit the first year, although it was a novelty. And then the second year it rained for like two weeks straight, like just hard. And mm -hmm. I thought, what am I got myself into from mm -hmm. a, you know, from a, I'm never going to see the sun again. And now I recognize that the summers are usually pretty nice. Right. Um, we're going to deal with the gloominess and my wife is going, this is her, I think her mm. fourth year in Seattle and she's going through the, you know, it was the tough beginning of the year. It didn't get very warm. It just sort mm. of it was like we had winter and then no spring and now it's summer. Oh, he's in like Wisconsin. Straight. That's what it's like. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. But me, um, and the, me and the wife last night <laughs> were joking about that because we had that week of 90s. And, uh, and then it's back down in the 70s. Yeah, it was like, like well, 50, 49 our, this morning. I yeah, think. Our, no, our, yeah, our summer's over with in yeah. Marshfield here. Yeah. We're back. You know. Oh, no, it's orange cone season, orange <laughs> barrel season now. Right. right. 
Oh, speaking of construction, you know, hey, we got to yeah. throw this in there, construction season. Mike, why don't you tell the drivers what they need to do? They need to slow down. Yes. And stay back and expect the expected. Yes. I mean, we've been seeing a little uptick in speeding through yeah. construction zones. That's not a good thing. Let's uh, let's take control of that again, and let's get back to slowing down. Okay, guys? Yeah. Slow it down at construction zones. Yeah, Luke, as you were talking about the rain, every time I think of Seattle, all I do is think of Cartman from South Park. <laughs> and and he was doing the, the golf kid, you know, with the black nails, and he was getting in touch with his emotions. And, you know, that every time I think of Seattle, that's all I all think right. of. Speak a little bit, Lucas. Sure. It sounds like Cartman. Doesn't it's like, it? ah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Respect uh, my authority. <laughs> it was him. It was him. We knew it. That's oh, been my, my favorite gosh. part of the whole pandemic. Okay. So I've I've never personally, you know, uh, vacationed in Seattle. Yeah. So I don't know much about it. But is there like a Starbucks on every corner? Of course there is. Um. Yeah. There truly is. Yep. <laughs> um, what kind of coffee cup you got in front of you? Um, I did have a Starbucks in front of me. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I once got a tour of the Starbucks um, headquarters. They have a working Starbucks in their Starbucks. Um, what? so oh like, goodness. yeah, like, it's like a, it's like a test kind of Starbucks, right? Oh. They were, where they're, where they're selling, they, the employees can get drinks, but they're, they're t trying new things out. And so the person giving me the tour said, you know, you want something? And I'm like, no, I don't want anything. And then um, we go around the corner and I said, is there going to be another Starbucks over here? And the person looked at me like I, you know, I didn't get the joke, but I thought it was pretty funny because at one time there were like <laughs> 90 Starbucks within a mile of the downtown area. Oh my Lord. There's just oh, a wow. Starbucks everywhere. And then you um, just people, well, we, that's when we go to Bigby coffee and we just start drinking. That's or terrible, right? terrible yeah. coffee. That's it. In yeah, Minnesota, no. right? Yeah. Well, yeah. So it's kind of like Wisconsin and the bars. So when you cover <laughs> corner and cheese curds. And cheese oh, curds. I got to tell you that. So we have a new restaurant here in town called Casa Amigo. If I said yeah. it wrong, I apologize. And I got to tell you that the, uh, we went there uh, be, uh, Sunday. It's Casa de Camigo. Well, whatever. You know what I was saying. So anyways people that speak spanish don't yeah whatever funny. this guy this the wait the waiter he comes up you know and uh hispanic fella uh -huh. and uh he's like i'm looking through the menu and he comes over just grabs my right. menu starts turning pages he goes i'm gonna say this wrong he goes, hey caron, caron. <laughs> he goes that's what you want right there and it was like it's called a rice plate and he goes second best second best meal in wisconsin I, and I said, what's the first? He goes, cheese curds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what made me think of that just now. But uh, no. Uh, no, drivers, if you're ever at the Marshfield Terminal, get the car, go to Casa, what is it called? Casa Domingo? No, Casa de Camigo. Yeah, I, I recommend it. You know, get the second best for? plate in Wisconsin. It's called the rice plate. Really good. When you go, just ask for the gringo special. That's what you want, <laughs> <laughs> which is rice and meat. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Mike. <laughs> really? Yeah. Look at Lucas shaking his head. He's like, I listen. <laughs> this is your show. I'm just here, you know. Yeah, he'll be having words with us after yeah. no, I don't y'all can't say that. I don't care what language. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. Look at his vein right there. <laughs> so anyway, well, I mean yeah, ahead, so no, ahead. I mean really the the podcast, I mean, just to switch gears on what yeah. we what you are talking about. I mean, this this podcast is um we used to have it as an internal only um mm -hmm. podcast, yeah. right? Yeah. And we lobbied to say, hey, let's get this out for other people to mm -hmm. who might want to know a little bit of what's going on on the inside of rail. Um mm -hmm. and since we did that, we've had over four, I was gonna look over four thousand downloads of the of the podcast. 
Total um, or, or today? Total. Yeah. <laughs> <Right? Yes. laughs> Wait a minute. Before we go further, XM. All right. No, 4,000 since we started. Huh? That's, like, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the external, not the internal, yeah. right? That's that's all downloads. Um, the service we use to publish it just mm -hmm. tracks the number of plays. doesn't matter what device it's on. Mm -hmm. so. And then uh, can you tell us what platform or is it any platform we can find that on? Well, it's certainly on all the big ones on um, the Google, um, what do they call it? Google's podcast and Apple's podcast. And it's on Spotify. Okay. Um, it's on TuneIn, I believe. So we, we made sure we're distributing to like the major um, okay. well, that's major cool. platforms. I wouldn't yeah. know how to do that. That's yeah, cool. And for, for any of you guys out there listening, you got a good story to tell contact yeah. us and, and how can they contact us podcast at rail.net i believe yeah. Yeah. yeah shoot us an email if you'd be yeah. interested in being on the show and yeah have a little bit of fun yeah it's, it's get like some good information fun. out there yeah well so now and, that you know, now that i'm back that four thousand is gonna go times three. <laughs> right. it's gonna really gonna you're gonna yeah. exit up huh <laughs> Um, well, and I, I shared this. We, we've certainly talked outside of the podcast, but um, I, I just think you guys have done a wonderful job of, um, you know, talking to our teammates, whether they're in IT or Tiana um, and, and our driving teammates and telling their stories and, and, and having fun with it. And um, it's yeah. been really um, I, I enjoy listening to the podcast. I mean, again, it's a lot better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> oh, so he didn't have high expectations of us. Uh, we, we expected, we yeah. expected ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We knew we were going to be good. All right. Well, so it's, uh, what, the 3.30 out by you right about now? Yeah, 3.30, right? yep. That's almost coffee time for him. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, so. right. No, we're out of time over here, Lucas. So, uh, well. Thanks, yeah, guys. It was a pleasure. Thank you for helping us out today. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was great talking to you. I figured the guy, you, were you one of the original thinkers to do this? Yeah. Or is that you? Or is that, did you have like a bunch of people? Uh, the, I was brought in after the fact. Okay. Um, one of the things I'm good at is um, trying to put structure around things. And oh. well, it's been really hard with you guys, you know, <laughs> to get structure around it. But <laughs> well, he brought in the talent right here. <laughs> That's right. Okay, hold on a minute. I got to ask you. I don't think we've ever asked them What's this. That? So... The, the the audition tapes yeah okay so when mike and i put it together i think travis helped us i, yep. think I remember right travis yep. came in and what did you think honestly the first what was your first thought when you heard mike and i honestly um, honestly come I, on honestly i thought it was really well i thought you guys have a um you have a wonderful way of bantering and um <laughs> i love that i love the fact that you tell stories about your times driving and training and yeah i thought it was really well done i really oh, did and we we just threw that together you know that yeah right? <laughs> well it was like you know the thing is you guys what you don't know is you were the only ones to audition so <laughs> you got the job no i'm kidding i'm kidding no i'm not kidding we we or i am kidding we we had we had i'm we not had <laughs> Oh, we had plenty stop. of people interested in, in doing this and 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 you know travis and i talked about this too it's really you know we you know doing this work you know i know it's outside of the normal thing you're doing yeah. so you know we appreciate it and you have to want to do it you have to put your arms mm -hmm. around it and it, it comes through with the way you guys connect with people who you have on we the have, show we so. have fun okay. yeah, we, we, we fun. try to get good information out there yeah. and have fun i guess that's all we got until all right. we see each, hear each other again eh bye <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> All right. See you later, guys. Right.